Blog Talk Radio. Glory be to God. It's so good to be back in 
ATL. It's been quite a while since I've been here. This used to be one of my old stomping grounds. I never did anything sinful here. I was always a Christian when I came here. But I thank and praise God for the opportunity. This is how I met Apostle Overton. I thank God for uh, this privilege to be back in Atlanta. Seems like it's been about 15 to 20 years since I've been here, and I am back in the ATL tonight. Coming to you live from Walter Fire Deliverance Ministry International, that scripture comes from Zechariah 2 and 5 for I six foot. Thus saith the Lord, I will be a wall of fire round about her. Glory be to God. If you are interested in contacting this ministry, you can go on our website at www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com. That's www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com. And you can reach us by email at jet245 at msn.com. Our phone number is area code 336-575-0206. You can sow a seed if you are led by the Spirit through PayPal or Zelle using the email address jet245 at msn.com. You can also join us Monday through Saturday for the sweet hour of prayer. Jesus said, can you not pray with me one hour? And that phone number is area code 425-436-6333. We pray Monday through Saturday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and on Sunday night at 8 p.m. We have a large gathering of prayer warriors that come on this prayer line, and you are invited to join us. Glory be to God. So we're going to get right into tonight's message God wants to make you a weapon. God wants to make you a weapon. Glory be to God. And our scripture text comes from uh, 1 Samuel chapter 13, and we're going to start at the 19th verse. And it says, um, and now there was no smith found throughout all the land of Israel. For the Philistines said, let the Hebrews make them swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen every man his share and his culture and his axe and his method. Yet they had a file for the method and for the cultures and for the forks and for the axes and to sharpen the gold. So it came to pass in the day of battle that there was neither sword nor spear found in the hand of any of the people that were with Saul and Jonathan, but with Saul and Jonathan, his son, was there found. And the garrison of the Philistines went out to the passage of Nicknash. Glory be to God. Our second scripture is a very familiar passage of scripture, and it comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, 
Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Again, our topic tonight is God wants to make you a weapon of war. Now, when we look at this passage of Scripture, we see that um, the, the Bible is giving us some historical background, saying that there was no smith found uh, throughout all the land of Israel. And the reason they're, they're talking about a blacksmith, somebody that works with iron, glory be to God. And the reason that there was no smith, because the Philistines had already invaded Israel previously, and they purposely took away all those who were blacksmiths. They took them away and led them away captive. Glory be to God. And they did this intentionally because they knew what a, a skilled blacksmith could do. First of all, he worked with iron and he could make instruments of war. Glory be to God. Weapons of war. He could make uh, axes and he could make mattocks and cultures and uh, anything that could be used to destroy the Philistines. So when they invaded Israel before, they took away all of the blacksmiths. Glory be to God. And so when they took them away, the Israelites had to go down. Now, now let's, I want you to get this. They had to go down to the Philistines to... Uh, sharpen their weapons. Now, how much sense does that make that I'm, I'm going to fight against you? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. But I got to go. <coughs> I got to go to my enemy to get my weapon sharpened. Glory be to God. Now, God <coughs> would not have us to go to the enemy for anything, everything that the believer needs, God will provide. So, you know, uh, uh, we often hear Christians say <clears throat> that they want to be used by God. Hallelujah. And um, they want God to use them. But most of the time, uh, we don't know um what we're really asking God. You know, when you say, Lord, I want you to use me, most of the time we don't really understand what this means because every day God uses us in some capacity uh, if we avail ourselves to him. Um, but God wants to do more in our lives. Glory be to God. Very few of us know what it means, hallelujah, to fight the good fight of faith spoken of by the Apostle Paul. You know, most Christians, I'm going to be honest with you, most Christians are lazy, complacent, and um, just just downright uh, unwilling to fight. They don't want to fight. They're fearful and don't want to fight. Glory be to God. And so, you know, when you say you want to be used by God, what, what they're really saying is, I want to be used by God, but only in the limelight. I, I want the easy part. I want to uh, uh, be in the in the spotlight. I want the pats on the back. Uh, I, I want to speak before large crowds. But when it comes down to uh, the ugly side of things, casting out demons and and and, and, and warring, Hallelujah! In the spirit, 
Uh, most Christians are not interested in that. And the first excuse they will offer was, I'm not called to that. Everybody is called to deliverance. Glory be to God. Now, you may not be a deliverance minister, but you are called to cast out demons in the name of Jesus. If you have the Holy Spirit, now you can't do none of this if you don't have the Holy Spirit, but if you have the Holy Spirit, you are supposed to be able to cast out a demon. As a matter of fact, you are equipped to cast out a demon. Maybe you need some training, but you are definitely equipped if you have the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. So that means you have been called and equipped. Glory be to God. But as I said, most Christians, they don't want to do it because they are fearful and just downright lazy. Glory be to God. And and they don't want to engage the enemy on any hand. And yet, when they are under attack, which is often, when they are under attack, they look for a minister or a deliverance minister or a pastor to get the devil off their track. And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes the very person that you go to to get the devil off of you is the one who is full of the devil. So you have to have discernment. you got to be led of the Spirit. Glory be to God. But if you learn how to fast and pray, how to turn down your plate, how to spend time in God's Word, so you got to learn how to use the Word skillfully because the Bible says the Word is sharper. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, and it is the sword of the Spirit that we use to smite the enemy. When Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, he did not use Christian cliches. He did not use anything but the word of God. He said, it is written, glory be to God. And that's what Satan had to bow to. That is what defeated Satan. It is the word of God, glory be to God. So we talk about putting on the whole armor of God, the, the, the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation and the shield of faith and having our loins girt about with truth and our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. But when it comes down to the sword, glory be to God, we say that we have the sword of the spirit, but we are not using it. So what good is it if you don't use it? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so when the attack comes, you are looking for somebody to get the devil off of you. But you better be careful with that one. Glory be to God. Because if there are demons in the pulpit. I just want to say that. There are demons in the pulpit. And some people, I want to, I want to put this word out there. There are some people pretending to be deliverance ministers, and you are not a deliverance minister because you are not spirit-filled and you have no word in you. And I'm going to tell you something. You're going to keep playing around with trying to cast out demons and deceiving people and making them think you you got something that you don't have, and you're going to be like the seven sons of Sceva. Them demons going to jump out of the person into you, and they're going to beat your pants off. 
So if you are not a deliverance minister, if you, you cannot be a deliverance minister if you are not spirit-filled. You cannot be. And having the evidence of speaking in tongues. So I want to clarify that because some people are trying to dabble in this and you have not the spirit of God. So you have no power and you have no authority. Luke ten nineteen says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. Well, the first word power is called exousia, which means authority. So he said, Behold, I give unto you authority. You remember when Jesus was doing miracles, they asked him, By what authority do you do these things? So you got to have the exousia. you got to have the authority. And then the second part of that scripture says, uh, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and power over all the power of the enemy. The second power listed there is the word dunamis, which where, that's where we get the word dynamite from. So if you don't have authority and the, the, the dynamite power, you're not casting out no demons. What you are doing is playing games with yourself and them demons They'll let you keep on playing for a little while, but after a while and by and by, they're going to show out. They're going to embarrass you because you are not a deliverance minister. If you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, you have no power to cast out the demons. Jesus himself said, how can Beelzebub cast out Beelzebub? So if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you operating in the spirit of Beelzebub, how are you going to cast out Beelzebub? It's not going to happen. Glory be to God. So uh, 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 they don't even know that Satan is on their track but has invaded. He, he's not just on their track. Actually, Satan has invaded your life. Glory be to God. He invades your body with sickness and disease and your home. And we, we, we got to remember what Satan's job description is. It is to kill, steal, and destroy and uh, he does this from within. You see, uh, demons hate dry places, but they continuously look for a body to inhabit. And uh, therefore, we must, uh, uh, they must be cast out, and uh, as the Bible states in Mark 16 and 17. Let, let me turn there very quickly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'd like to back everything up with Scripture. Mark 16 and 17, uh, this is what it says. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Here we go, right here. And it says, And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. That's it. You cannot cast out devils if you are not speaking in new tongues. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, and the evidence of speaking in tongues, you cannot cast out demons. Glory be to God in the highest. So while we can quote uh, 2 Corinthians 10 and 4 about the weapons of our warfare, we do not desire to actually use these weapons. I call them uh, weapons of mass destruction. Glory be to God. And we, we, we just don't want to use them to engage the devil.
is. No, that's a demon. That is not just the way she is. That's a demon. And she's been living with that demon so long that it has become natural for her. Uh, uh, people are comfortable uh, with demons today. Glory be to God. As a matter of fact, they say, well, as long as it ain't bothering me, I ain't bothering it. But that's not true because let me tell you something. A demon will lay dormant for a long time before it manifests. Glory be to God. But when a spirit-filled believer comes around you that has power and authority, that demon knows because those demons that were in uh, the demoniac, when uh, they came in contact with Jesus, they knew, they said, why have you come to torment us? Glory be to God. And so uh, we are supposed to uh, be casting out demons instead of getting comfortable with them because uh, uh, you feel like, oh, it's just easier. Glory be to God. That's not what we are called to do. We are called to cast out unclean spirits. Now, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. But so many times we're looking for uh, an external weapon. Like the Philistines, they actually, uh, uh, they, they, had, they made weapons, and they made sure that there was no blacksmith in Israel to make any weapons. So they, the, the Israelites had to go down to the Philistines. Can you imagine going to your enemy to get him to sharpen your axe or your spear, and you actually think he's going to sharpen it for you? He's not going to sharpen it because he knows you can use this very weapon to kill him with. What they're going to do is file your weapon down so that it won't be sharp, so that it won't uh, uh, do them any harm. And that's what they were doing. But God, he, he's not concerned with the external weapons of our warfare. God wants to make you a weapon. Glory be to God. God wants to make you mighty through God. The Bible says in Psalm 18 and 34, he teaches my hands to war. Glory be to God. Now, just like a pro boxer has to train before he fights to build up his muscles, you can't fight without any spiritual muscle. The word is your protein, and uh, uh, it is to build up your body. So it's like that can of spinach that Popeye used to have to fall back on so that when Brutus had beat the tar out of him, all Popeye had to do was get a hold to a can of spinach. And boy, once he got that can of spinach, it was over for Brutus. I mean, he was pulverizing. Glory be to God. And that's what the word is. The word of God is your can of spinach. If you really want to do damage to the kingdom of darkness, put the word on it. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But you, uh, the word is our arsenal. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And God wants us to use it. Glory. Hallelujah. So he's teaching our hands to war. Now, the reason most Christians uh, won't or don't fight is because they have no word in them. We must eat, sleep, and drink the word of God. Uh, 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 Moses told Joshua, meditate in this word day and night. 
night and day. That's in Joshua 1 and 8. And in Mark chapter 1, uh, verse 21 through 27, when Jesus cast the unclean spirit out of the man, he, he was in the synagogue. So it don't matter whether you're going to church or not, the man that had the demon in him was sitting in the synagogue. Now, I know they surprised you, but guess what? There are demons sitting in the church. They come to church every Sunday. They come to see what the Christians are doing. And guess what? Christians are so comfortable with these demons in the in their presence that they, they just say, oh, that's my sister so-and-so is. And you might be saying, so-and-so is me. <coughs> she got a mean spirit. <coughs> she always got an attitude. And people say, oh, that's just how she is. No, that is a demon in sister so-and-so. And you wonder why brother so-and-so, why he acts the way he do. And you say, oh, that's just the way he is. No, that is a demon. And too many Christians have become comfortable living with these demons. <clears throat> but I'm going to tell you something. A demon is like roaches. When you have roaches, uh, uh, you should not be comfortable living with roaches because, first of all, they are filthy. Second of all, they carry germs. Third of all, they will contaminate anything they touch. Glory be to God. So if you're anything like me, I, I, I'm going to talk about me tonight. I had roaches one time, and um, I got sick of living with some roaches. I put down boric acid. I tried all this other stuff. Nothing. You know what? They would eat up the boric acid. I would mix boric acid with sugar. They would eat up the boric acid and the sugar and look like they was getting bigger. And so I saw that they weren't going nowhere. And uh, I decided to call an exterminator. Hallelujah. And that's the way sin is. You got to call the exterminator. His name is Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. You got to put the exterminator on sin in your life. Glory be to God. And so I called the exterminator and I said, get these roaches out of here. I want them gone. And uh, he sprayed, and I mean, he got rid of my roaches. But, you know, I would have looked like a fool if I would have said to him, but leave this one because I kind of like this one. But that's the way we do with sin. We'll tell God, uh, get this out of me and get that out of me, and uh, but leave this one because uh, I, I kind of like this. Leave that lust demon because I kind of like that. Leave that lying demon because I kind of like him. Uh, 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 leave that uh, uh, uh that other demon, uh, that covetous demon, leave that jealousy and envy, leave that demon, those demons, because I kind of like them. But you must remember, a roach has a sack in it, and in that sack there are eggs. So there are enough eggs in a roach's sack to repopulate your entire apartment. Glory be to God. So if you leave one roast, if you leave that sin in there, the Bible says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. You got to put sin to death. You cannot leave a lust demon uh, uh, unattended to. You cannot leave that lying demon. You cannot leave uh, that demon that likes to steal something every now and then. You cannot leave that unchecked. 
you have got to surrender it all to the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. So uh, instead of people casting out their roaches, they are content to live with them. They, they find a way to uh, uh, become accustomed to them. In other words, if these roaches don't bother me, I won't bother them. But it's never going to work that way. Uh, the devil is always going to bother you. Glory be to God. You cannot coexist. If you are a true believer, you cannot coexist with the devil. You see, that's, that's, what, that's a message that's being uh, spread today. Coexist, coexist. So they got all these religions, uh, Islam and, 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 and uh, uh, Hinduism and Catholicism and all of this stuff, and they say, uh, can we just all get along? We cannot coexist. Because we are not equal. There is no God like Jehovah. There is no God like our God. He alone is the true and living God. Glory be to God. Now, God wants to make you a weapon. Glory be to God. You see, in Israel, it was recorded that there was no blacksmith. Glory be to God. So I said the children of Israel had to go to their enemies to get them to sharpen their axes and their other tools that they would eventually use against the Philistines. Well, the Philistines were not crazy. They said, we're not going to sharpen these things uh, really good. We, we, we know you're going to use them against us, so we're not going to help you out. Glory be to God. As a matter of fact, that's the exact reason why when they invaded Israel before, they took all the blacksmiths, and led them away captive because they didn't want to have to contend with Israel with sharp weapons. Glory be to God. But the Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and everything that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So instead of, uh, of having to go to your enemy to get him to sharpen your tool and you know it's going to be ineffective, the, the Bible tells me that God wants to make you the weapon. Glory be to God. Turn with me to Jeremiah, Jeremiah 23 and verse number 29. Glory, hallelujah. I hope this is blessing somebody. Jeremiah 23 and verse 29. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. And this is what it says. He said, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. So you may have an arsenal of the word. Glory be to God. If you got the word, hallelujah. You know, David, he went up against Goliath. All he had was five smooth stones. And, you know, they had all these weapons, and Goliath was this big old giant. And, and it looked like uh, this was uh, guaranteed to be David's demise. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And Saul offered uh, David his, to put his armor on, and David said, I can't put that on. He said, I have not proved it. Glory be to God. But he went out. He went out in faith. Glory be to God. Because he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine to defy the army of the living God? David knew that the battle was not his, but the Lord. 
almighty. He had fight in him. He did not operate in fear. All of the men of Israel, they were cowering over in a corner. They were so afraid of this giant. David said, I'll fight him. He said, and he spoke to the Philistines. He said, this day, I'm going to take off your head. He said, because you ain't coming against me. You fighting against the God of Israel. He said, and you're going to know there is a God in Israel. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But he, he, his weapon, his weapon was not really the five smooth stones. His weapon was his faith. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And that is why God wants to make you a weapon. Now, in Jeremiah 23 and 29 says, Is not my word light as a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Glory be to God. Jesus said in John chapter 15 and verse 7, he said, If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done. You know, so many times we stay up all night long trying to find a solution to our problem. Glory be to God. But the solution to every problem known to man is the word of God. We have got to get uh, of the word in us. Glory be to God. Then you are armed and dangerous. You can fight the good fight of faith. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. God's word is sharper than a two-edged sword. So we got to learn how to use the word. Psalm 144 and 1 says, Bless the Lord my strength, which teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. See, we got to learn how to war and how to fight. The Bible tells us that his name, one of the names of God is El Gabor, the mighty warrior. When the prophet Isaiah announced the birth of Christ, he said, uh, a wonderful counselor, mighty God, glory be to God. He was referring to El Gabor, the mighty warrior, glory be to God. He, the, and Exodus 15 and 3 tells us the Lord is a man of war. Hallelujah. God will fight for you, but he's teaching us to fight. He's teaching us how to use the weapons of our warfare because God wants to make you a weapon. So many times we think of weapons as guns and knives and, 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 and uh, you know, some type of uh, uh, man-made uh, weaponry, but God wants to make you the weapon. Glory be to God. And God wants to use you. Hallelujah. So we got to become skillful in the word of God. We got to learn to speak God's word. And cast the devil out of your family. Cast the devil out of your ministry. Cast the devil out of your marriage. Stop all this screaming and hollering. Cast the devil off your job. Glory be to God. You know there's a demon in your boss. Glory be to God. Or your co-worker. Cast that devil out. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Don't be comfortable trying to work with the devil. The devil does he is the devil. He's not gonna fight there. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You are the weapon. God wants to make you that weapon. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter fifty one. Jeremiah chapter fifty one, uh, verses twenty through twenty-four. Hallelujah. And this is what it says. Thou art my battle axe and weapons of war. Glory be to God. This is what God is saying. He said, for with thee 
will I break in pieces the nations, and with thee will I destroy kingdoms. With thee will I break, hallelujah, in pieces the horse and its rider, and with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and its rider. With thee also will I break in pieces man and woman, and with thee will I break in pieces old and young, and with thee will I break in pieces the young man and the maid. I will also break in pieces with thee the shepherd and his flock. With thee will I break in pieces the husbandman and his yoke of oxen. With thee, glory be to God, will I break in pieces, hallelujah, captain and ruler. And he said, he said, with you. So God is saying, I want to make you the weapon. Hallelujah. He said, don't let the enemy, glory be to God, uh, 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 don't let him uh, expect him, don't expect him to help you because he, he is not. So don't go to the enemy. Don't go to the enemy's camp expecting him. You know, Israel had a bad habit of going to Egypt for help. Glory be to God. They had forgotten how they left Egypt. Glory be to God, running for their life. They had forgotten how Pharaoh and his army was drowned in the Red Sea in pursuit of Israel. They had forgotten how about the 400 years of bondage. They had forgotten how they were enslaved and how they were treated so wickedly and how the people of God cried out to God, hallelujah, for help. They had forgotten how Pharaoh uh, uh, made them kill uh, all of the, the, the children uh, under two years of age. Glory be to God. Uh, the males. And, and they had forgotten all that Pharaoh had done to them. And then they turned around, and whenever they would uh, run up against an army that was bigger than them, they would send for Egypt, thinking Pharaoh was going to come and help them. They would hire Egypt. To come in. And so God says, some trust in horses, some in chariots, but we will remember the name of the Lord. Don't think your enemy is going to help you because he will not, and not only will he not, but God won't allow him to. It, it, uh, 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 when Nebuchadnezzar invaded Jerusalem, uh, they sent for Egypt, and Egypt turned back. They came. But they went back. They turned around. They went back, glory be to God. Now, God wants you. He said, with you, with thee, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. He said, with thee, I'm going to destroy these people. With thee, God wants to make you the weapon, glory be to God. Now, I want to tell you what the weapons are. There are many more weapons, but these are my favorite, and I call them the WMDs the weapons of mass destruction. They are the word. Let's look at Psalm 138 and verse number 2. Let's see what that says. Psalm 138 and verse 2. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. God is saying something very important here. I don't want you to miss this. This is what God is saying. He said, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth 
for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Glory be to God. You see, some people get caught up in uh, using the name of Jesus. There's nothing wrong with praying in the name of Jesus and casting out devils in the name of Jesus. But he said, I have magnified my word above my name. Glory be to God. So you got to get that word in you. Then there is the name of Jesus. One of the weapons of our warfare is the name of Jesus. Demons cannot stand the name of Jesus. And then there's the blood. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You see, the blood defeated the enemy 2,000 years ago on that cross. And I'm going to tell you something. It will never, ever, ever lose its power. The blood still works. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in 1 John uh, chapter 1 that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Glory. Hallelujah. So that's a weapon. Glory be to God. A weapon of mass destruction. Satan cringes uh, at the blood because the blood is what defeated him on Calvary's cross. Hallelujah. And then the Holy Spirit is also a weapon. I'm going to give you eight of them. There are, uh, there are many more, but I'm going to list eight weapons of mass destruction. We have the Word, Psalm 138 and 2. We have the name of Jesus. Then we have the blood of Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. And then we have worship. Worship is a weapon. Glory be to God. Do you know when you are worshiping the Lord, you are in his presence, and in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy? The enemy cannot touch you when you are in the presence of the Lord. That is why it is important to spend time in God's holy presence. I was talking to my husband today, and I was telling him, we have to pursue God. We have to pursue God like you pursue a career. I, I explained to him how, you know, he pursued me. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And we have to pursue God like that. Glory be to God. And so worship is in being in pursuit of the Lord. Glory be to God. Uh, I want to read this psalm. Hallelujah. It says, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And see, now the deer, he is in pursuit. When the deer is thirsty, he's going to find some water. He's not going to stop until he finds him some water to quench his thirst. And so the scripture says in Psalm 42, as the heart panteth after the water brook, so my soul after thee, O God. See, my soul, he said, my soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. Hallelujah. So we've got to thirst after God. He said, if any man hunger and thirst after righteousness, he shall be filled. So worship is when you are in pursuit of God. Glory be to God. Praise, hallelujah, is also a weapon of mass destruction. The scripture says, our praise fills the avenger. When you begin to praise God, hallelujah, our praise, it will stop the devil in his track. Let's, let's look for it in um, uh, 
Second Chronicles. No, no, let me see. I got it right here. Second Chronicles 20 and 20. Yeah, that's it. Second Chronicles 20 and 20. Now, when they had, Jehoshaphat uh, uh, had to do battle, hallelujah, glory be to God. And uh, he was afraid. He was afraid because of the other nation that he was fighting against. They had a larger army, glory be to God. But he sought the Lord. He sought the Lord. Glory be to God. And um, the Bible says that uh, he was afraid, and he didn't know what to do, but he prayed, and he sought the Lord. And the Bible says, and he consulted with the people, and he appointed, hallelujah, singers unto the Lord, that they should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went out before the army, and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy, endure forever. And the next verse solidifies this, saying, and when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. Now, uh, 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 Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir formed a confederacy. They came together to fight against uh, Israel, and actually Judah, and um, they were a larger army, but they wanted to know what to do, and when they, when they um, cried unto the Lord, the word of the Lord came to them, send Judah first. Judah means praise. Glory be to God. So praise is a weapon. It is a mighty weapon hallelujah, of warfare, because when you are praising God, hallelujah, the devil, he kind of shake He is confused. He knows he's attacking you. He knows that he's really uh, sucking it to you, so to speak, but you are yet praising God, and he can't understand that. He said, I, I did everything. I, I've attacked these people. I've afflicted them. I've done this, I've done that, I've taken away this, and I've taken away, and yet they still praising God. And so that sends a confusion into the enemy's camp. And when the enemy is confused, he is discomfited and, and uh, defeated. Glory be to God. So worship and praise is a weapon, a mighty weapon of our warfare. Prayer, my God, if you're going to pray and fast, there's no need for you to worry or be fearful. Glory be to God. And that is a weapon. Prayer is a weapon. Fasting is a weapon. And I'm going to tell you something else. Love is a weapon. Now, I want to go back to the blood because the Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Glory be to God in the highest. So we, when we are praising God, hallelujah, and giving him all of the glory, glory be to God. The enemy is confused, but when we uh, 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 begin to use the blood, hallelujah. Now love, love covers a multitude of sin. Glory be to God in the highest. But uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 which we call the love chapter, 
that if I do all these things, if I give my body to be burned, if I give uh, money to the poor, if I do all these things and have not love, the scripture says it profits me nothing. So everything is hinged on love. Why? Because God is love. Glory be to God. So I want to give you these weapons again. I want to give you the weapons. These are just uh, uh, four of them, but I want to give you these weapons of warfare. I mean, eight, I'm sorry. I meant to say the number eight. Uh, I want to list them again and give you an opportunity to write down these scriptures. The word, which is Psalm 138 and verse 2, also, uh, another reference for the word is John 15 and 7, and um, there is another reference in John. Let me find it very quickly. There's another reference in John for the scripture, John chapter 15, and this is what it says also. It says, um, whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father... In my name, he may give it you. So that's for the name. That's John chapter 15 and verse 16. So that's for the name, okay? And um, he says, whatsoever, let me give you these two scriptures for the name. Well, one is for the word. John chapter 15 and verse 7 is for the word. If you abide in me, and my word abide in you, you shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. And then John chapter 15 and verse 16 says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father <clears throat> in my name, he may give it you. Glory be to God. So we have the word and we have the name. <coughs> Glory be to God. Now, the blood. <coughs> Revelation, Revelation 12. No, Revelation 10 and 12. Let me correct that. <coughs> Excuse me. Revelation 10. Revelation 12 and 10. 12 and 11, I'm sorry. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Glory be to God. So there it is, the word again and the blood. And then the Holy Spirit, I want to give you Luke 10 and 19. Luke 10 and 19, says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. Glory be to God. Also, uh, Acts 1 and 7, Acts 1 and 8, I'm sorry. But you shall, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, hallelujah, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. 
but you won't receive the power until after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Glory be to God. So that clears it up right there. You cannot be a deliverance minister without the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I hate to mess up somebody's uh, 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 false theology tonight, but I'm speaking Bible. I'm coming to you straight with the Bible. Glory be to God. So I want you to get this and get it right because if you're out there trying to cast out devils and you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're in a world of trouble already. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You're out of order, plus you have no power, and you're going to stir them demons up, and they're going to get you. I promise you they will. Glory be to God. All right, so we have the Word, Psalm 138 and 2, John 15 and 7. Then we have the Name, John 15 and 16. Then we have the Blood, Revelation, hallelujah, 12 and 11. We have the Holy Spirit. Luke 10 and 19, glory be to God, and uh, Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, glory be to God. Then we have worship and praise. Uh, I want you to find the scripture that says praise steals the avenger, glory be to God. It's in the Psalms and also uh, worship, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Bible said the hour has come, this is John chapter 4, the hour has come and now is for the true worshipers. See, worship, hallelujah, is what gets you, it takes you into the presence of the Lord. And in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. That is Psalm chapter 16. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then we have prayer. Hallelujah. The fervent, effectual uh, prayer of the righteous availeth much. And then fasting, Jesus said that um, this kind cometh out but by prayer and fasting. So sometimes you got to do both. Glory be to God. But God wants to make you a weapon. Hallelujah. And so what we have to do is fill up on the word of God. I want to read a closing scripture for you tonight found in Exodus. Glory be to God. It says, fear ye not, Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 through 14. Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again in the whole shape. You shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Glory be to God. So here's the bottom line. God wants to teach your hands to war, and he wants to make you a weapon of warfare. Now, as I told you in Mark chapter 1, uh, verses 21 through 27, Jesus cast the unclean spirit out of the man that was sitting in the synagogue. So the devil was in the church. Now, devils are sitting in God's house right now, as I said, because they are comfortable. Hallelujah. And the people in there are comfortable with them in there. And they make excuses for their behavior. Uh, that's just how sister so-and-so is. And that, that's just how brother so-and-so is. But that's 
not true. That's not how they are. That's a demon that's controlling them. Glory be to God. And somebody in that church who has the Holy Ghost ought to have enough discernment to realize this is a demon and cast that demon out of sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so. But I'm going to tell you something. You're going to have to do some fasting and some praying. Glory be to God. Because you need wisdom and you also need discernment. You need to know what that spirit is. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So you can cast it out by its name. Glory be to God. And you're going to have to do some, make some sacrifices. You're going to have to cut the TV off and get off the Internet and off of Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and Snapchat. And you're going to have to cut that stuff off and get in the Word of God. Bury yourself in the Word of God. One place the devil cannot find you is in the Word of God. Glory be to God. Psalm, Psalm 91 says, He shall hide me in the, uh, his pavilion, in the secret place, and that's where he cannot find you. Glory be to God. So tonight's message uh, is very, very important. It's critical to those of you who are wanting to become armed and dangerous. You want to be used by God. You want to be in deliverance. You feel called to it. But guess what? You need the Holy Ghost, and you're going to have to make some sacrifices because I'm going to tell you something. Just like we as human beings do not cook in dirty pots, the Holy Spirit is not going to flow in an unclean vessel. So if you're not clean, glory be to God, the Holy Spirit is not going to, be, not going to flow through you. Glory be to God. He won't even live in you. Glory be to God. So we have to do first things first. Stop putting the, the uh, pot before the kettle, glory be to God, and begin to seek God. Seek the Lord. Hallelujah. If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, it's yours for the asking. Just ask God, Father, fill me with the Holy Spirit. I want everything that you have for me. Don't be content without the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues. There are too many Christians, they, they want to say, well, if God wants me to have it, He'll, he'll give it to me. You've got to seek him. The scripture says in Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. It's time out for making excuses why you are not spirit-filled. You haven't been seeking the Lord. If you seek the Lord, if you ask God, if you cry after God, if you hunger and thirst after God with all your heart, you shall be filled. I remember when I wasn't a spirit-filled Christian. I remember I was a baby Christian, and I was a crybaby Christian at that. And I remember my pastor, he publicly rebuked me. He said, Sister Jan, God said, stop all that crying. You see, I didn't have the Holy Ghost, so everything hurt my feelings. Everything offended me. Everything. I was always crying. That's what babies do. But one day, I cried out for the Holy Ghost. And I told my pastor, I'm not leaving here today without the Holy Ghost. Woo! That was the best day of my life. Do you know what? I was determined. I would have stayed in the church all night long till I received the Holy Spirit. 
I wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit like the Bible promises. He said, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Glory be to God. And I want, I wanted everything that God had for me. I didn't want to be a, 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 a second-class Christian. I want everything. I want all the gifts. Glory be to God. And that day, I went to the altar crying because I what? My pastor said, what are you crying for? I want the Holy Ghost. And he, him and another sister, they began to pray for me. The pastor was in front. The sister was in behind me. And they began to pray, and they began to pray. And I cried and cried and cried. And the next thing I knew, I was filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. It was the greatest day of my life. Hallelujah. I have power. I, I received the power. I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. Glory be to God. I was never the same. I have never been the same since that day. Glory be to God. I have power over my flesh. Power. Power over the enemy. Hallelujah. Power to bind and loose. You can't even bind up something without the Holy Spirit. The Bible says whatsoever you bind in the earth will be bound in heaven. You can't even bind and loose without the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. And so many people running around here talking about, I rebuke you. I rebuke you. you your rebuker is broke. Your rebuker is broken. You still ain't cast out a demon yet. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So I, I'm not boasting in who I am today. I'm boasting in the power, the power of Almighty God. God wants you to have this power. He wants to make you a weapon of warfare. Glory be to God. He wants to use you, but you got to come his way. You got to say, God, I know I'm missing something. God, I know I don't have everything. I want it all. Glory be to God. I want your spirit. I want the evidence of speaking in tongues. I want the power. Glory be to God in the highest. It's like a man that go down to the electric company and he paid the electric bill to get his lights turned on, but then he never flipped the switch. Glory be to God. So he sits in darkness. He's got light, but he never flipped the switch. Glory be to God. Everything that God promised you as a believer, it's yours. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's yours for the asking. Glory be to God. God said if you, if a man uh, 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 know how to give good gifts to his children, will he not much more give, give, give good gifts? Good gifts unto us. Glory be to God. He said he's not going to, if we ask him for bread, he's not going to give us a rock or a serpent. Glory be to God. God want to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We need more spiritual believers. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We don't need believers that have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. You can't do nothing without the power. Glory be to God. It's like a policeman. A policeman has power and authority. Now, his authority is given to him uh, uh, when he was sworn in by the state. The, the mayor of that city has vested him with authority. Glory be to God. But what good is him having authority if he ain't got no power to back it up? So he pulls out his weapon. 
God Almighty, his weapon of warfare, that's his nightstick and that's his gun. So he has authority to hit you with that stick and he has power, hallelujah, glory be to God. And he has that gun, that weapon, hallelujah. But we have something greater, glory be to God, hallelujah, because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. And everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Casting down wicked imaginations. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 God. And, um, you know, I, I don't understand why people don't want the Holy Ghost. I think the Holy Ghost has gotten a bad rap in some places. Glory be to God. Maybe people have done foolish things with the Holy Ghost or used the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, used his name improperly. Glory be to God. But I'm going to tell you something. You need the Holy Ghost, especially in these last and evil days. These are perilous times. Things are happening in the spirit realm, I'm talking about wickedness, total wickedness, just total wickedness. If you even think about it, my God, it will make you shudder. Glory be to God. So we need the power of the Holy Ghost, glory be to God, to shut down the enemy and to be able to do what God has called us to do. You cannot operate. You cannot work for the King of Kings without the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Apostle, are you there? Come on in. Hallelujah. So we thank God for uh, those that are listening tonight. Hallelujah. To the sound of my voice, we pray that you've been blessed by tonight's message. God wants to make you a weapon. Hallelujah. He wants to use you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because you'll be the weapon that you don't need to go down to the enemy's camp to get sharpened. God will sharpen you. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. Glory be to God. He will teach your hands to war. He will teach you how to fight in the spirit realm. We've been accepting uh, 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 stuff for too long. We've been putting up with stuff for too long. We, we've been comfortable for too long, uh, living and working with demons, glory be to God, and we've accepted it. We just accepted it and said, well, that's just the way it is. Uh, that's just how it's going to be. Uh, but that's not how it has to be. You can cast that unclean spirit out in the name of Jesus if you got the power of the Holy Ghost. So I want to conclude this message tonight that God wants to make you a weapon of warfare. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor coming to you live all the way from Atlanta tonight. And uh, I just want to remind you, this is Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. And uh, you can find us on the web at www.wallsoffiredeliveranceMIN.com. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can by... Um, PayPal or Zelle, use our email address, jet245 at msn.com. Glory be to God. If you'd like to join us for the sweet hour of prayer, our prayer line phone number is 425-436-6333. Monday through Saturday, 
at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and on Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Glory be to God. If you desire to call us, give us a call at 336-575-0206. We want to thank you for tuning in with us tonight. We give God praise for you. We thank the Lord, my husband and I, we are here in Atlanta to celebrate our anniversary, our fourth anniversary. He said, four? I said, yeah, honey, it's four years. And he said, it seems like 40. And I agree with him. But they have been four wonderful years. I love him. He loves me. And we both love Jesus. So I thank the Lord for him. And I thank the Lord for uh, us being here in Atlanta to celebrate our anniversary. Hallelujah. So I'm going to give a shout-out to him tonight. Happy anniversary, Donald. I love you, and I thank God for you. I thank the Lord for putting you in my life. Hallelujah. So uh, if you want to contact us, you can contact us. You can uh, fill out our contact sheet uh, on our web address, www.wallsoffiredeliveranceminn.com. Hallelujah. Leave us a message. Let us know how. Uh, this ministry, if it's blessing you, glory be to God. And um, if you want to sow a seed, you can do so through PayPal or Zelle. Hallelujah. So we give God praise, and we do thank the Lord for you. Again, this is Evangelist Janet Taylor signing off here in Atlanta. I'm going to get with Apostle uh, Overton on Saturday and uh, fellowship with him. And uh, just be blessed of the Lord while I'm here in Atlanta. God bless you all. Have a wonderful night. God bless you. Thank you for this opportunity.